I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2 Part 2 with Chloe Burrows. Chloe, I think I will probably ha- say this. It's a big statement. You are potentially one of my favourite islanders ever. Oh, you're flirting with me. Yeah, and I fancy <laughs> you. You're fucking love. <laughs> Good job um, I fancy you too, then. Yes! Oh. Right, okay, <laughs> and I've got a really embarrassing admission. So, obviously, I'm doing this in me walking wardrobe. I haven't got a chair for me study yet. Um, and this room's like... Probably one of the only tidy ones in the house. I completely okay. em- embrace. I the would chaos not life. show you. My- Our house looks like a frat house. I don't. There's beer cans literally behind my screen. It's <laughs> not. It's not good. Yeah, so don't live, worry. live your life babes but like I was just getting ready this morning and I just grabbed this and I was like, oh, I've not worn this yet. I've got you know a bit. And then I was like, then I had this moment where I was like. Chloe fucking works with pink soda <laughs> all the time. Like, I swear she might actually be the face of it. She is going to uh, think I am a fucking lunatic. So I just want to point out, do, right, I feel like I didn't put it on for you, but once I realised you, it, then I kept it on. So I am still a bit weird. Good. No, I love it. Shout out JD Women on the plug. Pink soda, <laughs> we love you. Seems going global. Yeah, that's it, babes. And I fucking do love it, actually. I feel like it's a really nice colour, although it may be making me look a little bit orange today. No, I look fine. I wanted to talk to you about the differences in Love Island since you went on, because there was one glaringly obvious one for me in the winter series that's just been on. Obviously, they were in South Africa. Yeah. That's, that's different. But yeah, it was this made this big announcement from ITV, didn't they? And they sort of said oh, um, we're not going to let families and friends run the social media. Instantly, when I heard that, I was like, yeah, I'm backing that because I can't imagine how, like, when I was doing it, but in my day, it was just Twitter. Yeah, imagine if you had all that TikTok. Yeah. Yeah. And people are just savage. Like, people have forgot how to fucking act. Like, that is how I feel. The majority of people are lovely on social media, but the trolls and all of that, like, just, it's just insane. And I think with the growing popularity of social media comes more negativity. It's just the way things work. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, so I was thinking, like, fuck me, if my mum and dad and, like, my poor sister would probably have been running it for us, had to read the shit that people were saying about me on George Shaw, like, it would have been heartbreak. And so my first thought about that was, like, yes, amazing, that's a great strides into the world of like duty of care and like protecting the mental health of yeah. the of the islanders but then 
after they all came out and I saw, and this is no shape, but I saw they had like 200,000 followers and like even like the winners or like the most iconic parents, like your Rons and Lanas, 400,000 followers. And granted that's gone up since and stuff like that. But I thought, yeah. right. I'm not being, I'm not being like calculating here. It is a huge part of going on to a show like that is using it as a springboard to getting other things. Like, and even if you are really looking for love and you find someone who's amazing and it lasts, which history has shown us is possible. Olivia Bourne, Molly May, you know, it does work. Camilla's had babies, like her and Jamie. Nathan Massey, Cara Delaware. Nathan, yes. It does work, but what I'm saying is the followers are a nice caveat. Like, you can't argue with that. And, like, I just thought to myself, oh, holy shit. Do you think they're a bit mad about that? Because I'd be a bit mad. So I want to get your take on it. Do you think it's a good idea? Do you think, oh, shit, I wouldn't have liked that because of the lack of followers? What's your take? I see both sides because... My sister and my two friends ran my account and actually within the first week they had to issue a statement with ITV and the police because I'd got so many death threats. They turned up at my nana and granddad's house. Like, oh. it, the, um, Yeah, I, I didn't see it and I knew that would happen. I did tell them, but they just, I don't know. I've been trolled since being on, you know, other shows since and I'm like, oh, it's actually not that nice. So they really yeah. got it because people yeah. hated me so I understand because it's unnecessary for the family to seal the hate because they can't reply to all the comments. They take it personally. They know yeah. and love you for who you are. They, yeah. Whatever. So I, I do completely agree because they've got a duty of care to the contestants, but also the families because I remember Tasha went on there and her dad was saying, you know, he, he was getting so much. And you just think, this poor man. So to protect people like that, I do really agree with it. However, I'd be fucking fuming, mate. I'd be absolutely fuming. I completely get it. But as a contestant, I would be fuming because, yes, you go on there. And you, I think people go on there for the experience. So you go on there to experience that violin, maybe on a couple of followers, I don't know. But it does, I mean, maybe it might be different in the summer. Maybe it was just a series. Maybe people weren't watching it as much. You know, maybe people watch it. I mean, who knows? But maybe, you know, it might have stunted their growth a little bit. But what I will say is when I came out, I had 700k followers and that's over doubled and it doubled within the week I came out. So oh my got, God, no. Yeah. That is fucking knew, huge. Yeah. Yeah. So when I came out and I like even Millie said, like, I think she had 900k and then she got 2 million now. So and that it doubles in the week you come out because people know it's you. They want to see what you're doing. Yeah, so of course. Maybe as a tip. To Islanders, as soon as you come out, get on your phone and start fucking churning out shit. That is good because I would feel very conflicted about it too. Like like I sort of explained part of me, yes, great move. And the Mm. other half, fuck, you want to get them Benjamins, don't you? Basically, yeah. I've read, um, and I swear we are going to talk about some stuff other than Love Island in a bit, because there is yeah, so, much, so much more to you than Love Island Core. So Catherine has gone in this year, and I don't know if you've seen all of them. I've been watching. I do love the little introductions. Um, she's like an estate agent, and she said, listen, I didn't tell any of my colleagues I'm going in. Like, they're just going to find out when I'm in there. Ah, uh, yeah. And did you tell, because I can't keep a secret. Like, honestly, <sighs> I was literally, like, good job. Uh, they, like... 
well, it was a good job Geordie Shaw happened when it did because I was just telling absolutely everyone I was in it. I was like, yeah, I'm in this new reality. <laughs> I, I was like, quick, get me in here before I ruin me chances. So were you able to be a secret squirrel or were you like, fuck, I'm going in there? Mine's quite a funny story. So I had a really corporate job in the city, like Suits, Hills, yeah, all that. And I hated it, I hated it. And Love Island came knocking. And what I did, because I, like I said, I thought I'd be in there for a week. So I booked six weeks holiday uh-huh. and said I was going traveling around Portugal. It was the first thing they came had. They were like traveling around. I was like, yeah, I want to see Lisbon. Anyways, uh, I said that. And then I remember the day before I was flying in, I was doing my hand over my management. And I just thought, I don't want to come back. So I was like, do you know what? I quit. I quit. I just, I don't like you. I don't like this job. And then obviously a week later, they just saw it everywhere. <laughs> but then, yeah. I, and then also I feel like even if it hadn't worked out and been incredible for you, you weren't happy there anyway, Claw. No, I wasn't. I was looking for another job, so I didn't want to keep it. But no, I didn't tell anyone at work because I was trying to get paid still. Do you know what I mean? I wanted that six weeks holiday money. But friends, family, like... I remember I was really trying to keep it a secret. I went out to dinner and they were all talking. I was like, guys, I'm going on, I'm going on Love Island. I'm going on Love Island. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. you're so like me. It was mad when you were telling this story <laughs> about um, sort of like how you felt before you went in. Like just really, is it going to happen? Isn't it going to? When yeah. I went away to do the jungle, like they flew me. I was one of the first to land. And like you see shit, yeah. you have your phone for a little bit. So I was like... Um, like checking saying oh so everybody else has landed now so I sort of knew like you know god I was one of the first so I was expecting to be one of the first in well I knew everyone had gone in like you know that the date comes and goes and I still wasn't in and Chloe I was absolutely convinced that me flying out was just some <sighs> elaborate joke for like Saturday <laughs> night takeaway or something I was just like waiting for deck to pop out and be like you mug you thought you were going in the jungle you're not you puny human <laughs> oh my god Awful. I would be like that yeah I would and be I, the same I was just sitting yeah. waiting Chloe, and it was horrible well those feelings of oh I was just dying to get in there mate and do it um yeah, yeah that made us think of that sorry um when you were actually in the villa and this is like from someone who's been there, done that. You and Torbs got really close. Yes. Yeah, we did. We did. And your dad absolutely fell out with you, didn't he? He did. That story has been clipped in a way that's not 100% accurate. So yes. my dad was angry with me going in there. He was Full feeling. stop, just the whole experience. Yeah, yeah. He And then I think like the week before he called me and he was like, you're actually going to do it, aren't you? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, well, fuck it. Just rinse it, mate. Rinse it, rinse it, rinse it. I was like, fine, I'm doing it. And when I came out, the first person I called was my mum and then I called my dad. And he was the one to be like, guess how many followers you got? Well, you know, it was really, really excited. We love and a then, supportive um, king. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then when I came out and then all the press that kind of got on top of me and I think it became an issue then. And then we fell out, made up, and then we've fallen out again. I just think he thinks, I don't know why, but he thinks I'm very quiet introverted hard work not that I'm not hard working but you, you know and I just at every opportunity apparently I'm proving to him I'm not that so I think that is problem no one wants to see their child go on tv and do rude things and they don't want them to say rude things you know like my podcast to say some mad shit and he's you know he's I don't think he likes it but He's a dad at the end of the day. I get yeah. it. Yeah. And he's doing in his head what he thinks like he's meant to do, which is like protect his little girl. And yes. Honest, yes. Honest, 
like I feel like my dad I've had that less so with him my dad has his own mm. like demons and issues and things he like has right. to do. I've been very honest right. about that so my dad yeah actually as much as he's a, a wicked dad like he doesn't do the archetypal father things like that role is completely left to me mom and she yeah. is a fucking savage everybody says oh, my, oh. Everybody, everybody says my mom like on the instagram now and like on the little bits of tv she does with us and they're like oh mommy pato casa's so cute and i think she fucking is right but she's got this <laughs> other side of her that is like a yeah. mama bear she's like a grizzly and when i first did like Johnny Sean first like you know intimate relations um <laughs> she fully fell out with me Chloe like she wouldn't speak to me for ages and yeah I, and then there was loads of other things I did that really fucking ruined our relationship actually for a good while um yeah but like I think when you go on reality tv and you choose to put so much of yourself out there you're learning you're you as a person you have to yeah. learn as you go you've got to work out how much is okay for you to share how much of yourself you're willing to give you know that's something that nobody can teach you that's a personal preference yeah about where your line is like and you've got to kind of actually learn by doing but also make some mistakes to work out oh hang on that was too far oh my gosh yeah I regret loads of stuff I've done now loads of stuff I've said even like stuff I say on my podcast each week I'm like Chloe shut your mouth but I don't know what I'm doing You've got to just learn, dude. But also, as you're learning, your parents are learning too. Your loved ones are learning, you know. And like, I still have chats with me mates, and they're like, we are still navigating this space that you're in. Like, we're learning that when you say you need a wee in in a bar, we can't let you go on your own because it will be forty five minutes till you're back. Because I and I'm like, oh no, you do. It's not your job to look after me. And they're like, no, but it is our job. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah. And like, it's mad that we make these decisions, but they affect everybody around her as well. And all of that for everybody is just a, le- a learning, like it's a, a learning curve, mate. And yeah, you've just got to, you've just got to live it. That's how you do it. And your dad will get there. 
I know he will, you know. I just think everything's a work in progress. Yeah. You know? When I get there, I'll get there. Not to say that I will, because I don't think I've got any better at keeping my mouth shut, but... No, but yeah. please don't, because actually I'm, <laughs> at, what, 35, nearly fucking 15 years going through, and I still haven't learned. And actually, like, <laughs> it's really nice when people just are still themselves and are raw and real and authentic, because that's... People like yeah. to say... I don't care what anybody says. Like, there's no better than sitting down to watch the telly and be like, feeling like I'd fucking go for a drink with her. That's yeah. the best feeling, you know? So, yes, yes. Um, May, I wanted to ask, and if it's uncomfortable in the slightest, like, please okay. know that you don't have to talk us. But how's life now? How's love life? How's really, how's everything? Like, you seem like you're in a good place, girl. Yeah, it's been a struggle, you know? I think a public breakup is the worst thing I've ever been through, I won't lie. Um, so that was tough, tough few months. But I'm in like a much better place. And I probably would give an ode to Millie. Like she dragged me through that breakup. She was like, you're not feeling sad. You're going to live with me. So yeah, life's good. I'm with Mills. I've obviously got my podcast, which has been like, I'm so overwhelmed. I can't believe how well it's done. Like, I get every week when they tell me, oh, it's got this. I'm like, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. Um, Sorry, someone just called me. Um, so that's good. Love life, yeah, non-existent. I just, I'm not in the right place, and I know I'm not. I just, that's okay. I just, yeah, like I don't think I, it would be wrong for me to be with someone at the moment because I'm, I'm just not there in the head, which is fine. I'm very aware of that now. I feel like I wasn't a few months ago, and I really was trying to chat to people, and I just pissed them all off. So that was good. Um, and then I've got some really exciting work things coming up which yeah. I start doing next week that I can't talk about, but you will all see me on TV at some point this year. So oh, it's all good. It is all good. Some days are shit, some days are good. It just is what it is. Like you say, mate, like, isn't that the process? Like there are good days where you're grateful for your work and your wicked friends and the you know that there's better days coming. And then there's days where it's just really hard and you miss a person yeah. and, you know, it's and that is it doesn't matter last whether you're fucking working in a school whether you're on tv whether you're like a doctor whether you're a nurse whatever you're doing yeah we unfortunately cannot escape the the grief of heartbreak and breakups like it's just absolutely shit but I will say I will say like throwing yourself into work sounds like a a pretty good like yeah a pretty great way to deal with it and yeah making so many headways in that space so tell me everything about scared of the dark because oh I my gosh this to me just felt like big brother in the dark and it fucking it, ter- terrified us it was i think i was really naive i actually have a phobia of the dark as people saw on the show i cried my eyes out pissed it out challenge whatever i go for i was scared um but it was like i thought it would be like being in a dark room and you could see things. No, you could not see one thing. I'd shit myself, Chloe. I'd hate it. I'd absolutely it was, hate it. Oh, I'm, I'm such a control freak. I'd lose my mind. Yes. Yeah. It like it was so. But I think even you know everyone in there, none of us were prepared for like the mental challenges nah. because all you could do is either chat to these people who you'd known for five days, yeah. or sit there and just think, 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 think. You know, it was you really just drive tough. yourself insane. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But I was lucky, like, had people like Scarlett Moffat in there. Like, you can't be critical around Scarlett Moffat. Donna Preston, like, yeah. yeah. So I was really, really lucky with who was in there. Like, everyone was quite maternal. Because I think if it was all young people, we would just wreak havoc and start fighting. So it was a good mix. 
No, it did feel like a good mix. And I love that when they, they nail the casting, like obviously being yeah. a Geordie, bit like Scarlett Moffat, Gaza, fucking loving. Yes, Gaza. Yeah, so sick, mate. I love Donna. I've actually done shows with Donna before. She's so funny. What was it like being in there with Chris Eubank? Because I know you guys are like (laughs) best friends. He was in the jungle my year as well. Was he? Did you get on with him? So like I've... So basically, my year, I don't know if you can remember it, but like my year was completely um, overshadowed. Any sort of tensions anybody may have had were overshadowed by the presence of like Lady C. Can you remember her? She's like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yes. And she just had the wickedest tongue and she was having a, she had a huge feud with pretty much everybody at some point or another but predominantly um Duncan Bannatyne and Tony Hadley so like oh my God, I saw, yes I remember, you remember? yes and, like, she just had the quickest wit and the most acerbic insults and everything like that overshadowed anything anyone else might have felt so I ended up playing and it's not my natural role because I can be um relatively opinionated but I ended up being an absolute peacekeeper mate because it was just so exhausting watching them row all the time yeah like you kind of think fuck I'm doing this massive show like one of the biggest in the country and I'm so lucky to be here and you old footy duties are just fucking rowing all the time like can you cheer up so anything I may have yeah and I just ended up being like can we all just please get along for the sake of the children (laughs) well done though well that would never be me never (laughs) be me (laughs) I never thought it would be me either but there I was I think I was in the start of my calm era Um, so go on so you you guys butted heads yeah I just think he from the moment we met we knew we were not going to be best friends and that's okay I've never met someone like that man and I don't think I will again by choice um Chris marches to the beat of his own drum definitely he does and that's fine very eccentric you know I would just say I'm obviously 27 so I'm not even in like you know with the cool kid era but he's so old-fashioned and it it just I couldn't believe someone could be like that in 2023 and it, it but you know he'd lost his son and I, I didn't realize people grieve in different ways you yeah. know he might have been projecting so he was going through a hard time that and throwing yourself into the dark we can't see and you're known to be like champion of the world boxer like he obviously wasn't you know dealing with it very well so he decided to just cuss me which is fine because I cussed him back <laughs> not the healthiest of coping mechanisms Chris but no, you know no. you were going through something fair enough yeah yeah well I thought you did really well mate and it's led to like so many other exciting things tell us about tap out because Elith my producer was just saying she I've not seen it mate but she was saying it's fucking class it is what have you seen in practical jokers yes she said it's sort of I love that I love it's basically that but it's an all-girl cast and it's also all filmed in North London so I feel like North London people aren't as nice as Americans so that was fun it was just like I, don't, like, I feel like my job now is to just go and embarrass myself everywhere I go. Scared of the dark, be scared, be embarrassed, go into a gym, a hair salon, like just go and embarrass yourself, which is fine. I've literally got no shame left. But it, that is the, my favourite thing I think I've done. I know I'm not supposed to say it, but it's my favourite thing I've done since Leave It Love I. It's so funny. I always watch that in Practical Jokers. Like, I see clips and I always just think, I'm so good. Like, how haven't you been chinned? Like, if you go up Newcastle and start doing stuff like that, like, I don't know. I feel like we're really, across the board, quite a, like, relatively, like, 
not nice. is the wrong word, but a nice bunch, you know. But I yeah. just if somebody was behaving like that with me in like a supermarket, I would fucking chin them. And I just I think the fact that you've chosen to do it in North London, I don't know whether you're crazy. I did not choose. I just <laughs> turned up and I was like, oh, we're in North London. Brilliant, brilliant. I just got in the Anderson Lee, do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that is literally my life. Like when I get in and they're like, where are you going? I'm like, I don't know, mate. Have you not got the address? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's your job, not mine. Thank you. <laughs> well, honestly, I've absolutely loved talking to you, Chloe. Like it's so amazing to see. I suppose like you just kind of carving out your own like your own version of what you think life after Love Island should be. And that's that's actually quite yeah. inspirational, you know. I, I don't know if you are aware of that. You know, you're doing your <laughs> own thing and that's pretty amazing. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying. It's not strategic, I'll say that. There's no strategy behind this chaos. Like, but yeah, I just think I've, I've been very lucky, I would say. I'm very grateful for all the opportunities and like people that back me. So I've been very lucky. We do love a humble queen here, Chloe. We really do. Um, <laughs> but also here at the here at Vicky Pass and the Secret Two, we also like a secret. I, I can't lie; we're obsessed with them. We always ask our gorgeous guests to give our lovely listeners a couple of pearls of wisdom. And listen, everything you've said, it does feel as though you could your secret could be um, the secret of carving out your own path. And like I say, you know, like you've marched to the beat of your own drum. You've done slightly different things. You can't deny you've been successful since. And that that kind of logic can be applied to any walk of life. So, yeah, I wonder you. what your secret is to carving out your own path. My secret is, it's such a good question. Like I said, there's no strategy, but I would say the method to the madness yes. is to just remember who you were before and that you can't imitate someone. You can't be Molly May. You can't be Tommy Fury, you know, Liv Atwood. You can't. So just remember, like, what you like. Stay true to what you like, who you like, and keep yourself surrounded by people who are, like, down to earth. Don't get lost in the industry. Don't get lost on Instagram, you know. Make your, like, keep yourself surrounded by people who will be so blunt to you. And that includes your management, you know. Yeah. Get a management that actually sits you down. Like, get live with your best mate who knows what you've been through who yeah. actually tell you Chloe you're being an idiot don't do that you know I think it's just it's you but with a few more followers it's not you because you're famous and you're a different person yeah. now that's what I try and do although loads of people probably tell me I changed so <laughs> well, I feel like you're still exact like you're still exactly the same and it's really refreshing and I think everything you've said like can be applied to anything you know like remembering who you are not changing like regardless of how many zeros are at the end of your bank account or your Instagram account mm. like those are things anybody can live by like there's just nothing worse than if I met like th there are times when I've met somebody like you know, who came up with me in reality TV or whatever. And it maybe potentially has been a long time since I've met them again and I meet them since. And I think, you're an arsehole now. And yeah. you used to be really yeah. nice. Like, what the hell? Yeah. That's really, yeah. it's disappointing. So yeah, whatever walk of life you're in, just like work hard, hustle, be kind to people and remember where the fuck you came from. Yeah, shout out Vista. Sit <laughs> down to that place. <laughs> Oh, Chloe, thank you so much, mate, for absolutely everything. And also, like, good luck with so the much. exciting new project, mate. Smash it. I know you will. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. I've loved it. 
Well, guys, that was the fantastic Chloe Burrows. Honestly, I absolutely love her. Loved her on Love Island. Even better getting to chat to her there. Um, if you really love listening to The Secret too, don't forget, we've got a YouTube channel. We've also got a TikTok and Instagram to follow. We're pretty much on every platform these days. We're kind of a big deal. <laughs> um, please tell all your mates about it as well. Someone you think will like it. So that you see our little podcast grow. Have a really great week, everybody. Oh, and uh, I hope you're enjoying watching Love Island. Bye.